It's the Americhicks with Kim Munson. The most important stories. An early childhood taxing district. What on earth is that? The latest in politics and world affairs. I don't think that we should be passing legislation that is so complicated that people kind of throw up their hands and say, oh, I can't understand it. And opinions and ideas that prepare you to tackle the day ahead. It is not fair that just because you're a big business that you get a break on this and the little guy doesn't. It's the Americhicks dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. And so they make deal, and they typically make deals with the big guys. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. Indeed, let's have a conversation. Uh, we've got a big show planned for you today. We're going to be having a conversation with Dee Dee Chisholm. She is the co-founder of Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness. Dee Dee, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. I'm so excited, too. It's a great day. Is this your radio debut? It is not my radio debut. Okay. Well, that's great. So you're an experienced pro at this. So great to have you here. Well, if a couple times makes me an experienced pro, maybe so. <laughs> it does. It does. So before we get into all of the, all of this, though, be sure and check out my website, americhicks.com. Sign up for my emails. We'll keep you apprised of all the upcoming guest topics and important events. And if you need to send me a message, you can do that there. And, you know, we're, we continue to talk about... Um, these conversations of dissecting issues is right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, we need to be having conversations, reasonable, civil, informed conversations, and that is why we do this show. And uh, whenever we're looking at policies, we need to think of things, it's either freedom or force. So it's freedom versus force or force versus freedom. And there is this narrative out there right now that is romanticizing socialism. But ultimately, eventually, socialism comes down to force. And it is never compassionate to take other people's rights, property, or freedom via force, whether that's with a weapon, policy, or unpredictable and excessive taxation. So that's how we, we frame these conversations. And, and surveys show that, that Americans actually really prefer freedom. So that's why we have these important conversations. I want to say thank you to producer Steve, Zach, Patty, and Keith for your support, your good work for keeping this train on the track. And thank you to each of you listeners out there. Each of you are valued and treasured. And uh, before we jump in, you know, we always like to have a little inspiration. And since we're talking about health and well-being, I thought, what, who could we look to for a quote? And I thought, ah, oh, Dr. Ben Carson. And so our inspiration for today, he says, do your best and let God do the rest. Again, do your best and let God do the rest. And then, uh, Dee Dee, we always like to have a little joke. So hopefully this isn't just a little joke, but uh, found this from the Reader's Digest. And this guy said, he said, my wife is a phlebotomist at the Denver VA hospital. And she entered a patient's room to draw blood. Noticing an apple on his nightstand, she remarked, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. That's true, he said. I haven't seen a doctor in three days. <laughs> There you go. There you go. So, Dee Dee Chisholm, it is such an honor to have you in studio. It is so fun. I'm sitting here looking at the mountains thinking, here's two old ladies talking on the radio. (laughs) It's just great to have these conversations. And and, uh, my my sponsor, my my partner, um, Jason McBride with Presidential Wealth Management, is the one that connected us. So it's great. Isn't that so great? It is so great. So tell us, uh, I I actually did go over and uh, you gave me a tour of Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness. And it is quite a place. So 
Tell our listeners about that, Dee Dee. Well, you know, even if we just start with Dr. Carson's quote of do your best and let God do the rest, mm-hmm. in our case, that's exactly how it was. My daughter and I, both nurse practitioners, just trying to do our jobs, um, caring for caring for women, and our family coordinates medical missions to Peru, and after a very difficult mission where we dealt with so much domestic violence, so much brokenness, we really felt like the Lord called us to bring our brand of care back home. And that brand of care was love. That brand of care was compassion. That brand of care was giving people the time to tell their story so that they could actually help us help them. And I'm a big believer that if you listen to somebody long enough, they're going to tell you what they need. But you can't do that the way that insurance is set up right now in terms of seven to eight minutes of face-to-face care is what a provider is basically paid for by insurance. Mm -hmm. You cannot hear somebody's needs in that. And so we came back home and we got all the smart people that we could muster together. We really felt like the Lord said, I'll give you everybody you need. I'll give you each step you need. I just need you to show up and do what I say. To do your best. To do our best. And let God do the rest. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Dee Dee, every person has a story, you know, and and the story of the heart is connected to the well-being of the heart, isn't it? Absolutely. And so that's one of the reasons that, that you've started the clinic. So explain this. It it is an, it's, It truly is an amazing place. So... You know, so you decided to to put some really smart brains together. You decided to open this up. This was really a leap of faith. It was totally a leap of faith. I was really nearing the end of a long and successful career um, in the hospital um, setting. And when I first told my husband, I really feel like the Lord is calling us to open a clinic. He, He took a big gulp. He was kind of looking at, wow, we're a couple years from retirement. And he wasn't hearing the same thing I was hearing, but he believed in what I was hearing. Uh. And so it was, a, it was a big leap. It was a leap for my daughter and her husband as well. She had just finished graduate school. They had, you know, young children and debt. And to take a choice that could really work or not work. But again, if we do our best and let God do the rest... He loves us. He does more. He's stronger, smarter. He can see a picture way better than we can. So if you can just trust him, it will unfold. And that's exactly what happened. So we started, took all of the steps within about two years. We actually opened our doors. And I sort of thought, wow, I wonder if somebody's going to come. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to have any patience? Huh? Yes. Yes. I mean, I felt like that was... And how long ago was that? That was, um, it'll be five years ago in December. Okay. So we are just coming upon our five-year anniversary. And seriously, I was like, I wonder if someone's going to come. And then the calls started coming before we ever opened. Like we had our, our schedule was starting to fill up before we opened our doors, thanks to some delayed construction. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. the um, people started to come. And then right from the beginning, we had about 100 new patients register a month. And we thought, surely this is going to slow down. Surely there will be a plateau. Even created a budget based on a slowdown. And 
of course, if if God is in charge, like he's going to just blow stuff out of the water. Mm-hmm. It's not his style to do things halfway. Mm-hmm. He doesn't love us a little bit. He doesn't love us in pieces or parts. Mm-hmm. He loves us in such an amazing, great way that he's going to do it in God's style, not in a small little people style. So what happened is more people kept coming. And now, nearly five years later, we consistently register more than 150 patients a month, which has put us now well over 8,000 registered patients. So talk about staff. How much staff do you have? Well, currently we have about 34 of the most amazing mission-minded staff members. We have three doctors. We have two OBGYNs, one family medicine, one midwife, and five nurse practitioners. So we have two specialists in family medicine um, that take great care of our men and kids and overall family care. And then we have a team who take care of women who are, in general, a little bit more complex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you on that. So how does the day start at uh, Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness? That's a great question. Um, when the Lord gave us our entire design of our clinic, which is very unconventional for a medical clinic, it, it is warm, it's safe, it's welcoming. Our waiting room is large. It looks more like a family room. But where we start is where our whole clinic surrounds, which is our chapel. So our team will start in the morning at 8.15 on our knees, asking the Lord for every gift that we need to be able to do our job, recognizing that he knows and has contemplated every encounter that will happen that day. And we, we know that we are nothing, but he is everything. And if we can have him be our words, our actions, our hands, our feet, and we can seek Christ in the people that we um, encounter, but that they can find him in us. And that will only happen with humility on our knees. And so at Bella, you know, health, I mean, people go through all kinds of different things with health. Uh, but it seems to me what you're saying, Dee, Dee is that, that you come to people with love, not judgment. Oh, for sure. For sure. We all are so broken. Not one of us is not broken, mm-hmm. which um, I think that some people lose sight of is that maybe we want to close off our brokenness. Maybe we want to um, just ignore it or pretend it's not there. Or And some of us are so ashamed about that brokenness that we have to shove it super, super far down. But the fact is, is that all of us have a story and that story is messy and when we're whether we're talking about um, abortion, for an in, for instance, you know, one in four women have had an abortion. That doesn't mean one in four women in downtown Denver Civic Park. That means one in four women in the pew. That means one in four women in the grocery store. And and to know no woman wants to kill their baby, to recognize there's a story behind that, to welcome them in love but help them to heal because there is not a way that one could go through that and not be changed. So how can we help them be whole? Well, and I think that I think that that is what is is so important. And I think that many times that gets missed in the Christian message that 
and when you get into some of these political issues that they use that and they say, those people over there are judging you, so you need to vote for me. And I don't think that it is acknowledged that that when you mention one in four women have had an abortion in America, that that there is, I think, a, a hidden hurt there and that uh, we need to, to reach out in compassion and and love. Now, I, I think that we'll go to break here in just a little bit to, to talk a little bit. Maybe I'd like to mention public policy. But uh, what I see in, in, in just talking with you in these conversations is, is that you are there to help people heal both Heart, you know, heart inside and then heart from the, the well-being standpoint. And that is truly unique. And I think that is really what the medical profession used to always try to be. Exactly. Exactly. We like to say that, that we are all about making people whole, body, mind, and soul. And that is so poor, important because you can't be whole if one part is still broken. For sure. And and the other thing, we're going to go to break here in just a minute, Dee, but at Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness, it's not just women. You have a number of uh, men as, as uh, patients as well. We do. We do. We, we love our men patients, and we have um, an amazing set of firefighters. So I would say if we had a big subset, we have corporate businessmen, we have um, some everyday just guys, but we have a really strong set of firefighters. <laughs> that is so interesting. It and, is. And do they feel funny walking into Bella's women's natural care at all, do you think? No, because they hang on wellness, and they're all about Bella's family wellness. Okay. And um, and our guys love being there, and they love co- seeing me in the waiting room and standing up and giving me a hug. They love just seeing other buddies or buddies' wives. It's it's great. Just very family. Okay, great. We're going to go to break, but what is your website? And we'll, we want to make sure we say that during each of these segments. What is your website? It is Bella, B-E-L-L-A-N-W-C dot org. N, like just the... Uh, like natural. Uh, okay. N-W-C dot org. Again, that's Bella nwc.org. This is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks. I have in studio with me Dee Dee Chisholm. Her and her daughter co-founded Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness. And we're talking about the, the complete package, body, soul, and mind, and we'll be right back. Before we go, Hooters is the spot to be this summer. Enjoy Hooters beach-worthy seafood items like amazing fish tacos, delicious snow crab legs, and mouth-watering buffalo shrimp. And Hooters has plenty of ice-cold beer options to help you cool down this summer. Additional happenings, they have nine items for $9 from 11 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. You can choose from nine delicious menu items such as fish and shrimp tacos, salads, cheeseburger, Philly cheesesteak, and, of course, the boneless wings. So you can get, get those if you dine in, but be sure and stop by, get your wings to go, or you can have them delivered right to your front door. Be sure to check out HootersColorado.com. That's HootersColorado.com. And let them know that you know the AmeriChicks. All AmeriChicks sponsors are an exclusive partnership with the AmeriChicks and are not affiliated or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson and grow your business, contact Kim at AmeriChicks.com. That's AmeriChicks.com. Are you looking for news, not propaganda? Ready for a news source you can actually trust? How about a news site that doesn't want to sell you a subscription? Visit CompleteColorado.com to see all the latest news from around Colorado. 
Complete Colorado's staff scours news sources from around the state and nation to bring you only the top stories that affect you right here in our great state. Updated three times a day, CompleteColorado.com has full-time reporters doing original investigations and reporting like newspapers used to do, as well as opinion and political commentary from a variety of Colorado voices. And CompleteColorado.com is the only place to read columnist Mike Rosen. Always fresh content, always free, always informed. CompleteColorado.com, your complete source for Colorado news. Welcome back to the Americhicks with Kim Munson, where we are dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out my website, americhicks.com. All kinds of great information there. And sign up for my emails. We'll keep you apprised of all the upcoming guests, topics, and important events. Thrilled to have in studio with me uh, co-founder of Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness, Dee Dee Chisholm. You uh, founded Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness with your daughter, and it's great to have you here. Oh, thanks so much. It is great to be here. Okay. As we uh, came out of the last segment, we, we started to talk a little bit about abortion. And, of course, that is a subject that is uh, at the forefront, again, here in America. Uh, and I think that's a really, really good thing. Um, I remember when Roe v. Wade was... Uh, um, you know, um, ruled upon. And for many years, I think women have been told that um, the fetus was just a clump of cells. And I think many women believed that. It was a great lie, I think, of the feminist. A great, a, 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 not a great lie, but a big lie, I should say that. It was a big lie. And um, what has happened, though, with ultrasounds and, and things is, is uh, this next generation, my understanding, is becoming more and more pro-life because they've seen the ultrasound picture of their little brother or sister on the refrigerator. And so they're like, wait a minute. Uh, but you are doing something really interesting and that is, uh, you have said that it is possible to reverse the abortion pill. Really? That is correct. And I would say that is something that so many people don't realize is a possibility. Many states have actually tried to um, pass laws to inform and give patients who are receiving the abortion pill information that it may be possible to reverse the effects of the abortion pill, most states, including Colorado, have shot that down, which as a provider makes me crazy because I feel that informed consent is so key to The more any, that we know, yeah. absolutely. And it's just key to anything that we do in medicine. But again, like I had said before, in general, I would say maybe 98% of the time, People do not want to kill their babies. They have circumstances in their life that seem so big. So overwhelming. So huh? overwhelming. They are mountains in their mind to try to get over. And again, it's generally a very quick, not well thought out decision. Um, a person may panic and then run to Planned Parenthood. Or their nearest, and they're, I know from a story, of, um, a personal friend of mine. I mean, it's basically in, done, out. It is. They don't no care afterwards. No, and and it's also so quick that 
I can't even begin to tell you the number of patients that, that will say, I swallowed the pill before I knew what I was doing. It's that fast. And and again, I mean, Planned Parenthood, they're, they're very systematic and they're kind of a well-oiled machine when it comes to abortion. But make no mistake, many, many physicians can, can and do offer RU486 and the abortion pill process um, to their patients. It's just that kind of the quick place to go and the, you know, the 7-Eleven, mm-hmm. I guess, of um, abortion would be Planned Parenthood. On that note, I just have to say that I this is a place where we have to make the case to defund Planned Parenthood because uh, government dollars taxing some people to actually have their money used for this, I don't think is okay. So that is a spot that I think that we need to take a stand to say no more money for Planned Parenthood. Okay, go ahead. Agree. And, and it's interesting because patients also pay money to get their abortion. They're not going in there for free. It's costing them $385 um, in many, many cases, plus the cost of an ultrasound. So so it's not cheap, but they're still getting a lot of money. It's an amazing paradox to me. Okay. Nonetheless, the uh, a patient will panic. She'll take the abortion pill and then go home. This is a perfect story of a patient I had just the other day. Um, found out she was pregnant, had three small children, really close together, had a quick panic, and and took the abortion pill. By that night, it was like, what the heck was I thinking? Like, I got, I panicked. What was I thinking? And so when she came into me, sobbing, and, and in such a horrible place, just to look at her, never met her in my life, but just said, come here, and just held her while she sobbed on my shoulder. Oh, my gosh, Dee Dee. And I just held her. And I said, I'm so sorry. It's going to be okay. And we talked. We did an ultrasound. We could see she had a live baby, good heartbeat. And we, and we started her on progesterone. And I think that's also the, one of the biggest lies out there is that, first of all, that, that what the abortion pill does and what the progesterone response does is going to cause some kind of abnormality. Okay, so explain this. So the abortion, the abortion pill, mifepristone, what it is is a progesterone antagonist. And if we just think about a Broadway show, mm-hmm. the antagonist is the bad guy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so if you have a medication that's going to fight uh, uh, the hormone of pregnancy, if we just look at pro progesterone, progestation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so progesterone, our hormone of pregnancy. Mifepristone, the antagonist that's going to come in and wipe that out, is going to block that from being used. Progesterone is what allows that uterine lining to be strong and fluffy and receive that implanted baby and have that baby grow strong and be held on too hard. Okay. Okay? So Mifepristone comes in, compromises that integrity. Okay. Okay. So now that that implantation is no longer strong. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, The second steps of the abortion pill that they do the next day, oftentimes they'll take another Mifepristone, but then they take a medication to cause the contractions. Easy to imagine. Let's loosen that baby up and then let's squeeze that baby out. Okay. Okay. So So our response is 
give that lady back progesterone. Give her back a lot of progesterone. So she gets... Um, comes back in and fights the uh, antagonist, yep, right? Yep, comes back in and is the victor. Mm-hmm. When you give enough, you overcome because that mifepristone is going to have a short half-life, right? Okay. So, so it's not going to go on. If we can get to that quickly, then, then we can actually replace that progesterone, really support that pregnancy. And we're going to give that mom progesterone through the first trimester and even longer if she seems to need it, if we follow her labs for her progesterone. But we'll follow the, we'll follow the baby by ultrasound. We give her progesterone. And these moms do very, very well. I have um, a mom who just delivered. I have three moms in the works, one about to deliver in a month. So the reversal of the abortion pill, really? Very, very effective. And, and I have a couple four-year-olds out there, some three-year-olds, some two-year-olds. So I have little babies who are alive whose parents made an initial bad choice, and I would like to have anyone here raise their hand who has not made a right. bad choice in parenting, right? Or a bad choice just across the board, exactly, you know? Exactly, exactly. And, and praise God for do-overs, right? That's called forgiveness, forgiveness right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Forgiveness, mercy, mm-hmm. grace, mm-hmm. all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, to be able to help these moms and really normalize their pregnancies, we don't want to hang over their head, oh, yeah, you're the mom who started with an abortion. What we want to do is help them to be the very best moms, the very best parents that they can be. So, Didi, what about this narrative that you touched upon that in giving so much progesterone Mm -hmm. that that um, could affect the baby? You know, um, if we just think about, for starters, just practically, you know, common sense thinking, progesterone is the hormone of pregnancy. Many, many moms who have multiple miscarriages, have threatened miscarriages, have lost many babies, maybe even never achieved. When we follow their progesterones, often we'll see very, very low progesterone. Our answer is give them a lot of progesterone, follow their progesterone levels. And we've, we have followed these, um, the work of Dr. Tom Hilgers um, in Omaha on, um, on this progesterone um, protocol to support a pregnancy. Now, Dr. Hilgers isn't in on the abortion pill reversal. Do- Dr. George Delgado um, um, from San Diego has done the primary work and is working on new studies for the abortion pill reversal. But um, Dr. Hilgers has done so much to support otherwise complicated pregnancies, not abortion-related, complicated pregnancies, pregnancies complicated by low progesterone to have successful pregnancies. So in the literature, probably at least 10 years ago, there have been great studies that have shown when people had multiple losses um, or were at risk for preterm birth to give them progesterone. So we have lots of studies that say give progesterone when a pregnancy is at risk. And it hasn't affected the baby in a negative way. No. Okay. Uh, this is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks, and we have in studio here Didi Chisholm. She is a co-founder with her daughter of Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness. We're going to go to break in just a minute, but you said you would, would anybody come? And now you have over 8,000 patients. Uh, are you still looking for other patients? Of course. Yes, always. If you imagine, those of us who are healthy may go to the doctor once a year, mm-hmm. right? So, 
So it's important to have patients coming all, all the time. We do a lot with hormone support, um, to balance hormones, testosterone support. We do um, shockwave therapy for orthopedic use for erectile dysfunction. So we do all kinds of stuff. We do not only prenatal care, complicated gynecological care, complicated infertility issues. And our, we have a doc who specializes in robotic surgery. So it's very comprehensive. Wow, that is impressive. Okay, we're going to go to break, but that website is Bella nwc.org. This is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks, and we will be right back. Well, John Buckingham, it has been great having you on all week. You've been filling in for Jason McBride and a lot of great information throughout the week. But we've talked a lot about interest rates and the Fed. They may cut rates. What is the Fed really supposed to be doing? Well, according to their mandate, they're supposed to be focused on just two things, and that is the unemployment rate and inflation rate. And so that's what they're supposed to be looking at, not stock market volatility, not what's going on in Europe necessarily. They're supposed to be focused on those two things. And right now, unemployment's at 3.8%. Inflation in the U.S. is roughly about 1.6%, kind of in that range. So it's very close to their 2% mandate. It's not too low to where you have a possible deflationary concern. So in that light, it's really hard to justify a rate cut. If anything, they should be looking at potentially raising rates to uh, help the unemployment situation because... At 3.8%, that could potentially cause wage inflation down the road. Okay. And um, and the Fed, is uh, they have a lot of power, though, in, in the economy. Well, they do. And I think that, you know, ever since Bernanke was in, and even Greenspan, to a degree, once you got that 24-7 media cycle, you're starting to see the Fed chairs become more and more celebrity-like. Now, Yellen was very good at staying away from that as much as possible. But, you know, with that, you have attention by the media and that puts pressure on you that shouldn't be there Um, and I also think you know as we discussed earlier this week you know you have pressure from the big banks you have pressure from the political environment to make a change because that's going to help potentially get people reelected or help profit margins for big banks. Wow you know I think ideally I'd like to kind of move to a freer economy what do you think about that John Buckingham? Well, I think that, you know, the less you have the government involved, the better. Um, There are regulations that are needed, obviously, in certain areas of the marketplace. But, you know, if we can get rid of some of that red tape, we can get rid of the bureaucracy. I think you have a freer stream of cash flow for the entire nation. Which is better for everybody. And people can thrive and prosper. And that's really, John, what you guys do over at Presidential Wealth Management, guys and gals, is helping people with their own personal economy. It has been great having you on this week. It has been my pleasure. I appreciate the time. Well, thanks so much. And be sure and check out ChicksPresidential.com. That's ChicksPresidential.com. And um, have a great weekend. Don't miss Vino and Veritas, Wine and Truth, a study of the Federalist Papers. Join Kim Munson with the Americhicks at Water's Edge Winery in Centennial or Colorado Cork and Keg in Castle Rock. And now introducing Vino and Veritas in Fort Collins at Ginger and Baker. Kim Munson with the Americhicks would like to thank Presidential Wealth Management Loveland for sponsoring the new Vino and Veritas in Fort Collins. In Denver and Castle Rock, Kim would like to thank Presidential Wealth Management Denver and YourTownTaxpayers.com for their generous support. Vino and Veritas, Wine and Truth, a study of the Federalist Papers. Sign up today at AmeriChicks.com. You'd like to get in touch with one of Kim Munson's sponsors, but you can't recall their phone number. 
Find a full list of advertising partners on AmeriChicks.com. Hey, welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. Thrilled to have in studio with me today, Dee Dee Chisholm, who is the co-founder with her daughter, Abby, of Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness. That website is Bella in wc.org and uh, you are taking new patients and very quickly how did you decide on the name bella oh that's a great question it's actually one of my favorite questions okay when the lord called abby and i to do this amazing thing of his we we kept saying lord this is your baby just like i tell patients the lord will tell you your baby's name because he's already named (laughs) so just ask so we kept saying lord please tell us the name We knew we wanted natural um, as part of the word, so we just waited and waited, and then he gave us the word Bella. So we felt, oh, this is perfect. We really do believe that each person is made in the image and likeness of their creator, beautifully, wonderfully made. And Bella, of course, means beautiful in Spanish and Italian. So we asked our friend, who was our chaplain, um, we said, the Lord named his baby. He told us Bella. And he said, oh, for for the Latin. And we said, is the Latin different? And his eyebrow goes up and he nods really solemnly. And he says, oh, yes. In Latin, Bella means wars. Uh W-A-R-S. And our eyebrows went up. And we were like, of course. People are beautifully and wonderfully made. But make no mistake, this is a war and this will go on. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, speaking of battles, war out there, uh, this is interesting regarding uh, your life. Uh, And uh, I had talked to uh, a young person, uh, and and again, you know, I think that, that science has really come in to really support life with the ultrasounds and all. And, you know, when we talk about uh, women say, it's my body, it's my right. And uh, this young person said, you know, gave them that. However, your body doesn't have two heartbeats. There's two heartbeats. So there's two lives that are are occurring there. So that that seems to really kind of, um, you know, puts, what's the word I want to say? It it, um, discredits maybe that argument. And then there's one on viability. And what would you say to viability on that, Didi? You know, once conception has occurred, cells are dividing, right? You go from two cells to four cells to eight cells to 16 cells to 32 cells and so on, right? Mm -hmm. If we look at any other growth, if we look at um, um, strep under a petri dish Mm -hmm. and it's growing or Mm -hmm. we look at um, any other kind of animal growth plant growth if something is growing it's living Mm -hmm. so um, so if we're talking about a living human being that happens at conception you know if we I think when you use the word viable I mean that's a different word Mm -hmm. right so viable actually means can this life live outside without life support mm-hmm. okay so i guess w- would we look at a, a person on 
on a hospital bed who's on a ventilator who can't live without a ventilator are are they viable well they're definitely alive but they definitely need life support so in the United States right now the the time where babies can live is getting younger and younger mm-hmm. you know back in the 80s that was probably somewhere around 26 weeks um, as we got into the late 80s and 90s, we were really looking at 24 weeks mm-hmm. as that viability time. As we know now, as we've seen little bitty babies be born around the world, we're looking at 23 weeks. Um, I think in some cases, really randomly, you can see younger. Now, there are a lot of ethical issues that go with keeping a baby alive um, and the measures that are taken. However, what we know is that with the advancement of science that um, very young babies can actually survive, very low birth weight babies can actually survive and have, um, you know, when we look at the big picture, you know, minimal problems. You know, and also on that viability thing, I think that it was uh, Ben Shapiro had said something about it is my, like my two-year-old can't really survive without me. Right. So what is the definition of viable exactly? Uh, you know, because um, would that be okay then to, you know, do away with them? No, no. Right. So I thought that that was a really interesting uh, comment on that as well. But let's jump into one of the things we've been talking about that that you have successfully reversed the abortion pill. And I'd like to hear about the first time you were presented with this whole thing? Such a great question. It happened right after we opened, like within weeks after we opened. And I was, I had just stepped out of the chapel. I got a phone call from the abortion pill reversal hotline. And they said, we have a young lady who took the abortion pill yesterday. She would like to come in. And I sent her in crazy part is I got two calls within the week. So I'll tell you a little bit about both. One, senior in high school. One, a professional woman growing in her career. In her career. Okay. So high school girl. She and her boyfriend are both first generation U.S. citizens. They are the first in their families to graduate from high school. And they are the first in their families with college scholarships. He was going to play baseball and she had actually a bachelor's through master's scholarship wow right they had been together for four years they're seniors in high school found themselves pregnant they went to Planned Parenthood like I said take the pill before they even thought about it that night they're sitting and both of them are just feeling really a lot of heaviness and I can't remember which one of them said it, but they said that they just had to sit and talk about the consequences they may experience killing their baby versus the consequences they would experience raising their baby. So here are two 17-year-olds having this conversation. It was so impressive. So they said, we'll do whatever we need to do. And, And back then we had... Um, we mostly did injections for the first couple of weeks uh, of, proge- uh, progesterone. of progesterone. We did progesterone injections. Um, now we've got great data where we can do more oral, and so they don't need to have so many injections. But they would come in between classes. She would receive her injections, 
And then we would give them a snack, give them a hug, and then she would drive off to Northland to do a big leadership program that she was in. And, um, and then after about three months, she said, I think I'm going to tell my mom. Yeah. And we just prayed with her. We supported her. Um, they shared it with their folks who really supported them. And, and they moved forward um, and delivered a sweet baby girl in October that year of 2015. And she did not go to school that, um, that year, mm-hmm. but she was able to defer her scholarship. And then she went, um, she went to school and is now finishing up her degree. What about the, the father? So he actually took night classes and he was like, I need to have a regular job. I have a regular family I need to support. So he actually gave up his baseball scholarship and he um, got a job in construction and took night classes. Wow. Right. And they're beautiful. They're strong. They're smart. They're just a beautiful family um, moving forward with their life. Okay. Now, when we look at, um, when we look at the, other, the other patient, so she came in um, sobbing, sobbing, crying so hard that... Um, it was hard to actually understand her. And Abby, my daughter, she sat down next to her, and she just put her arm around her, and she said, I'm just going to stay right here, and we're going to just do this as you can do this, but we'll, we're going to start, but I'm just going to sit with you for a minute. Now, had she taken the, the uh, abortion pill as well? She had taken the abortion pill okay. the day before. Mm-hmm. And this was a woman who had um, grown children. She had one child in college, one in high school, one in junior high, and uh, was not at a time in her life that she was actually thinking she could get pregnant, actually. Wow. And um, and so she was actually, she had told her husband that she was pregnant, but she um, told him that she was miscarrying. Oh. Um, and that kind of a lie in a 20-year marriage yeah. uh, kind of also weighs heavy. Mm-hmm. And so all she could say over and over is, I am so selfish. I am so selfish. I am so selfish. And we, we couldn't, we needed to get her to like share some other things, but she was just, she said, I cannot believe how selfish I am. And so we, we ultrasounded, baby looked great, good heartbeat, started the process. And she drove about an hour to come to her office and she came every day for her injections. So she knew when she came to you though, she wanted to turn that around. She was going for it. Yeah, okay. that she was going to go for the reversal. Okay. And, um, and so she drove for an hour, came every day. And then after a couple of weeks, she said, I need to tell my husband. I can't not tell him. Even, that- though, even though the pregnancy is stabilized, I don't feel like I can not tell him what I've done. So we arranged for him to come in on a Saturday morning. Because he worked in you know five days a week and he couldn't leave his job, so we arranged for him to come on a Saturday morning when no one else is there, and we went in the ultrasound room. We ultrasounded the baby. Baby looks wonderful. You know we're looking at twelve or thirteen week baby now that just looks like a perfectly formed child. Just teeny tiny. Yeah, just mm-hmm. little. But on the screen it all looks big. Whether you're looking at thirteen <laughs> weeks or twenty weeks, it's all big. Anyway, so he could see how good the baby was, and then she sat up on the exam table and she took his hands and she said, I need to tell you what I've done. And she said, I tried to murder our child. Uh. And she said, 
I know this was entirely selfish. I knew it was because my boss wouldn't accept me being pregnant in what she had plans for my promotion. And I'm so sorry, and I know that you may never be able to forgive me. And they're crying, we're crying. He holds her, and he said, I will forgive you. Yeah. Forgiveness. It's a really, uh, it's an important thing. And, you know, I also do shows regarding um, mental well-being as well. But but that's what's so beautiful about the Christianity is that, you know, the Lord of all creation came down to the earth to, to you know, go to the cross, overcome sin and death, because each of us, there's some brokenness. Somebody may appear like they have everything all together, but we all have some brokenness, uh, and that's why we we need a Savior, and forgiveness is so important. This is Kim Munson with the Americhicks. I'm talking with Didi Chisholm, her and her daughter uh, were the co-founder, are the co-founders of Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness. And it's the whole thing, body, soul, and mind. Uh, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back. And that website, if you want it, is BellaNWC.org. We'll be right back. Hey, and something that should be on your radar, Natalie Minton is sponsoring through Colorado Engaged. A Taxpayer's Bill of Rights Boot Camp. It's a training. It'll be on August 3rd at the Lakewood Library, which is at 10200 West 20th Avenue. It'll be from 11 to 2 p.m. with a 1030 check-in time. Natalie is asking people for $20 to cover all the costs. It includes a booklet, refreshments, and a t-shirt for each participant. And you can sign up for this training at coloradoengaged.com. That's coloradoengaged.com. Award-winning realtor Karen Levine has 30 years of experience with REMAX Alliance. As a director with the National Association of Realtors, Karen Levine works to protect your private property rights. Karen Levine believes in home ownership. Since losing her mother to breast cancer, Karen Levine has helped to organize a local fundraising event called Karen's for the Cure, raising money for breast cancer research. Choose Karen Levine to buy or sell your home because she understands that it's more than just a house. Karen Levine comes highly recommended by the Americhicks with Kim Munson. So call award-winning realtor Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance today at 303-877-7516. That's 303-877-7516. Come join the 88 Drive-In for all your favorite blockbuster movies. We're open seven days a week. Admission is only $9 per person, and children under 12 are free. Friday, July 26th through Thursday, August 1st, features will include The Lion King, Toy Story 4, and Spider-Man Far From Home. And remember our popular Monday through Thursday pizza special. Get one 12-inch pizza served fresh and hot from our oven and two tall, cool 16-ounce sodas, all for only 12 bucks. Plus, now you can top it all off with our new sweet, crunchy churros and a steaming cup of hot chocolate. For more information, go to our Facebook page or visit our website at 88drivein.net. You get more out of life when you go out to a movie. Welcome back to the Americhicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. Thrilled to be having this conversation with Dee Dee Chisholm uh, in studio. Uh, she and her daughter, Abby, founded Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness. That website is BellaNWC.org. We've been talking about something that I didn't even realize was out there, and that is an abortion 
reversal pill. If people have taken the medication to um, start an abortion, you've actually reversed that. And you had mentioned uh, two different stories uh, and stories really of forgiveness and, and redemption on that. So how, how has it worked out then? It's so beautiful. Our young college kids are finishing up college, married, and moving forward, looking forward to more children, but moving forward. Our, our corporate mom actually got another job. She got the job of her dreams for someone who embraced family. Her husband excelled in his job, and their marriage was even stronger. And so they both have... Um, uh, they both have their children and growing. They little ones, the teenagers had a baby girl. The corporate folks had their first boy. They had three girls, and then this baby was a boy. <laughs> so it was such a joy um, for both of their families. Wow. Okay. Well, we can't get out of this show without you telling us a bit about your story. You know, uh, looking at, at what you've done, I mean, this is things must have always just been really easy for you, right, Dee Dee Chisholm? Hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I have to say that everything in my life has me feeling like I am the most blessed person in the lot world, that the Lord would think of me and he would be able to take every moment and make it so that I was ready for this moment. Um, I came from a broken home. My father was in the military. Um, my mom had lots of kids. I was the sixth out of eight, um, one before me was the product of a rape that was put up for, he was put up for adoption. Um, my folks, my birth folks were, um, divorced. My stepfather was abusive. Um, we grew up in a home that was physically abusive, sexually abusive, emotionally abusive. It was not uncommon to see my mom hit or thrown across the room or somebody pushed down the stairs. Um, it, it wasn't super safe growing up. And we even, um, uh, my stepsister and her husband were murdered back in 1982. And all of that, all of that hurt. All of the abusive things that, you know, being the family that the other kids didn't, weren't allowed to play with because mm-hmm. we were the, the, you know, the undesirables. I guess that was a that was a, a hard way to grow up, um, and it was. I don't know. It, it it really rocked my confidence. I was I was not that girl. I was that could that was college material. I was raised, you know, with the goal of being married and I mean graduating from high school without being pregnant. Um, so the, the whole growing up time, the goals weren't big, um, expectations were just, you know, don't go screwing up too big. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, all of that, I feel like set me up to be able to understand it. When I say every woman has a story, every person, every man has a story. We all, we all came from messy stuff, even the most privileged have incredible weird stuff mm-hmm. happen in their lives. A lot of unfortunate stuff, a lot of abuse, whether it's drug, alcohol, s- sexual, physical, so much. So each one of us have a story. And I feel like everything I experienced 
was a tool in my toolbox. But how did you get from there to here then, Didi? You know, um, I often wonder why the Lord picked me, why he picked my husband. We got married at 19. Seriously, he lifted us up out of just nothing and a mess. And he said, I pick you. The difference is, is that we said yes. We'll make you the center of our lives. We'll do what you say because in all honesty, we just don't know that much. Uh-huh. And um, that, was, that was the difference, was being able to say at 19 that we don't know a lot, but God does. And if we put him as the center of our home, as the center of our life, and we just keep saying yes. So I was a youth minister for many years, and then the Lord called me from that to go to nursing school. Okay, so you say the Lord picked you, but you know what? I think that actually the Lord has picked everyone. Sure. I think it's just a matter of acknowledging it and saying yes. I I think so. I think so. But I think there's people in the world that just aren't exposed. There's people who don't even know. So how did you how did you find out about him though? The the childhood that you're talking about. I mean. How did you find out about uh, Christ? Well, when we just, if we want to take ourselves to the, to the church right now, and we want to look around, I was raised in a faithful family. I was raised knowing Jesus loved me. Even with all that other stuff? Even with all that other stuff. And so that's why I'm saying when we look around, don't assume somebody's got it all together. You don't have any idea what happened in their home this morning. Interesting. So with that then... Um this kind of this narrative out there that's putting people in groups, you're disadvantaged because of, you know, the descriptor, whatever it is. Um, I think what you're saying is it's more on an individual level, you know, so we can't be looking at each other at groups and saying you're disadvantaged and you're not, everybody has stuff going on. And so that's why it's so important that we realize that, that the message of Christ, it, it goes across all those descriptors. It's to each individual, right? Exactly. I mean, I was in a poor home, like a, we didn't have what we needed. We were evicted frequently. I think I lived in like 15 homes before I was 15 years old. So you were homeless kind of sometimes or well, close. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it didn't, homelessness didn't look the same as it did. But when you're, you know, you rent on six month leases and then you're, you know, got a big family with a lot of kids in a tiny house, people are going to kick you out and have you move somewhere else. Oh, man. Okay. So you got from there, you, you got married, and then just uh, quickly your career path to get you to the point where you are now the co-founder uh, with your daughter of Bella Natural Women's Care. So in a nutshell, got married at 19, had our kids at 21 and 22, had a hysterectomy at 23. Our youngest daughter, Amber, came as a foster daughter when she was 13 in the mid-90s. But I went to grad, I went to undergrad from 28 to 32, finished my bachelor's degree, felt like at 32 I was so old that I was going to have to get on it. So I jumped right into graduate school shortly thereafter and finished my master's degree. I did legal work, flew in helicopters, was um, started a medical mission. And again, it was in the medical mission that the Lord rounded it, wrapped it all up, made it a package and said, hey, I've given you all your tools now get to work. Okay. And you said you were looking at retirement when you first thought about this. You don't look to me like you're looking at retirement now. <laughs> you know, actually, when I have 
realized in the last seven years through from the time the Lord called us to, to this moment is actually if we're serving the Lord and we're saying yes, actually, we're not going to retire from that. Probably not. We're just going to keep <laughs> saying yes. Okay. Well, Dee Dee Chisholm, this has just been an amazing conversation and we need to get you back and, and continue to talk about other components. We talked about the abortion pill a lot today, but there's so much more that goes into um, heart, soul, mind, body, the whole, the whole thing. But uh, but again, that is uh, Bella Natural Women's Care and Family Wellness. Uh, so you also treat not only women, but children and men. And that website is BellaNWC.org. That's BellaNWC.org. And you are taking new patients. We are. So it is really a great honor to have you in here, Dee Dee Chisholm. Such a joy. Thank you so much. So our quote for today, again, going back to Ben Carson, and he says, and when you were talking about something earlier, uh, this is this is very relevant. It says, God has given us more than 14 billion cells and connections in our brain. Why would God give us such a complex organ system unless he expects us to use it? <laughs> so, Amen. <laughs> got it. So positive thought today. Read great books. Think good thoughts. Listen to beautiful music. Communicate and listen well. Live honestly and authentically. Strive for high ideals and like Superman, stand for truth, justice in the American way. This is Kim Munson signing off. God bless you and God bless America. And I-